Meseches Peah, Perek Dalad, Mishnah Gimel, 4.3. Now we talk about people who perhaps are trying to game the system, to try to get an unfair advantage. Um, and we are going to put a stop to that. Natal Miksas Peah, if a person took part of his Peah that he acquired legitimately, the Zarka, and he throws that Peah that he collected, Al Hashar, on some other patch, um, which he wants to be his Peah. That is to say, for example, person gets, you know, a big armful of wheat, and then he throws that wheat onto some standing grain that is for payo for anybody. The idea being that now he's sort of attempting to acquire that standing grain also. Ein lo vaklum. He gets nothing. Now, um, the way that the Bartram learns it is not perfectly clear, but like the Tulsa Yomtev, it seems that what's happening here, um, like the Ramam as well, is that he is trying to beat the system to essentially take an unfair advantage and sort of find a way to acquire extra pay of fast and other people. And therefore we're actually going to penalize him um, uh, and make him get nothing. According to the Rambam, seems to the Barthanura, is that um, he gets nothing, not even the grain he collected legitimately as pay. We take it all away from him as a kanas, as a penalty, so people shouldn't um, attempt to take an unfair advantage. Nafalo Aleha, Misha continues on, if he kind of lay on top of the standing grain, hoping that would be his Kenyan. Or Ufares, if he spreads out Taliso Aleha, he spreads his, you know, his cloak on top of it, again, hoping that his person or his talus will acquire. Um, that's not how it works. It is true that a person's Dalaramos could acquire in like a Simta, in like an alleyway, but not in someone else's field. So this is not an effective mode of Kenyan. And therefore, Ma'avirno Sohimeno, he doesn't, it doesn't work for him, and we remove it out from under him, meaning any other of the Aniyim who comes to the field to get the payah can essentially reach under his <laughs> belly, or under his cloak, and pull out um, that grain and keep it for themselves. Uh, his attempt to sort of acquire it does nothing. That's how the Tosas Yom Tov learns, meaning that we're not, this isn't, the second case isn't the penalty. It's just saying that this attempt at acquiring is ineffective, and we sort of just ignore him and kind of stick our hands underneath him. Um, that's how the Grah learns as well. Um, the Rambam learns that in this case of the Mishnah, it's also um, a kanas, that is to say, by taking unfair steps and sort of to try to get more than you deserve by leaning, lying on top of the of the grain or whatever the payah is to get unfair advantage or spread your clo- cloak over it, your talus, so that actually you're penalized according to the Rambam. And ma'avirno sohemeno, we take it out from under him, means we take everything, even whatever he previously collected, he loses everything and gets no payah as a penalty. V'chein b'leket, same goes when it comes to leket, the stalks that fall, we haven't discussed leket in the Masechta really yet, um, but leket, as we'll see shortly, is one or two grains that fall during the actual reaping of them, that also is a separate mitzvah to leave those grains for the neem, and if the neem try to get an unfair advantage by acquiring leket through one of these tricks, again, they will lose out and perhaps be penalized, according to the Pshad I said before. V'chein b'omer ha and same goes for the forgotten bundle, Again, another mitzvah of shikha we haven't discussed yet, but we'll discuss later in the Masechta, which says that forgotten bundles are left for the Aniyim. If the Ani in our Mishnah tries to um, hide the shikha with, you know, piling another shikha on it, he'd be penalized according to Tosiantav and the Rambam. And if he just lies on top of it, spreading out a talus, um, he will uh, lose it according to Tosiantav and he'll actually be penalized according to the Rambam.